All right. Well, um, welcome to I'll Bring the Snacks. This is my my podcast, and you're here. This is Jacob Patterson, a longtime oh. friend. Um, and we're just going to talk about some some food and, and some maybe some music here. But yeah, you Jacob just mentioned to me that he just got some some mac and cheese from Panera. So that's personally one of my favorites. I just love their sauce on it. It's so good, but it just has no flavor. Like it's the bl- blandest mac and cheese I've ever had, honestly. Really? What's your wh- where have you gotten like a really good mac and cheese? I feel like I haven't found a place yet. Like fast food? Um, fast food or like a restaurant? I don't know. I hear a lot about where is it? It's in Clarkston. Um, I'm never out there. I have no clue about over there. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean I'm I'm there sometimes but I just I never it's called the wood shop and everyone goes crazy about their mac and cheese and I've never had it. I've never been. Um and I think it's either that one or the restaurant right next to it that Kid Rock is either an owner of or just goes to often. So. If Kid Rock is an owner, we have to go. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good idea. We should we should go do that. Maybe that can be a an endeavor we can go on it's an endeavor we have to go on now (laughs) but for fast food mac and cheese uh certain popeyes really the mac and cheese certain ones have the mac and cheese other popeyes don't have it like in general mac and cheese i think i think there's one on van dyke that has uh one that serves mac and cheese but i'm probably wrong i haven't been there in a hot minute since like i went vegetarian oh you are vegetarian now that is true Mm. that is correct um there's a popeyes right next to me that i've been to maybe twice i'm just like a big fast food biscuit fan so like (laughs) (laughs) so like i'll go and get their biscuits and call it a day i love their biscuits and i that's a grave or grave oh Hell, I'm willing to die on. I love their biscuits. I think they're better than KFCs. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Although, I haven't had a KFC biscuit in a while. Because Popeyes are better. (laughs) That's true. I think I remember KFC biscuits being fairly dry. They're dry. And they're just... They're not good. (laughs) They feel like... Oh, mass produced I, because they are, but even more mass produced than anything else there. Well, since like, we're on I the know top... the chicken's got to be crazy mass produced, but those biscuits, I feel like there's a machine who's like chopping them all day, <laughs> just like just laying them out, dough. <laughs> just stale dough all day long. That's so funny. Oh my god. Um, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, well, since we're on the topic of biscuits, are you like a big biscuits and gravy fan? Like, is that a, a breakfast food that you go for? I was a big biscuits and gravy fan. Uh, National Coney Island has some of the best biscuits and gravy. That's a ridis- ridiculous statement I'm saying, but it's some <laughs> of the best. I haven't, I think, did we go to National Coney one time? I think we've got a couple times as a group. With a friends in the times past. as a group, yes, we have been, but we've never been for breakfast. I think we might have to do that as well. 
I think National has the best biscuits and gravy for the best price. Wow. That's I a... think it's like under $3. Oh, I'm wow. Sure. And I feel like biscuits and gravy are pretty expensive. And they give you like two big biscuits. Oh, it's ridiculous. So good. And that sounds good. I'm really hungry. I should have eaten before <laughs> starting this recording of this podcast. <laughs> that I could eat again. <laughs> you know, I've got some Blake's cider here with me unfortunately it's not hard cider it's just their regular cider um but i've never had their regular cider so what gonna, yeah no i'm gonna crack it open right now and, and we're gonna try it so we're gonna see i can't wait to hear your official reviews <laughs> let's get some asmr going i don't know if you're gonna hear this pour or not <laughs> oh that was so good <laughs> oh it smells really good have you had Yates cider before? I have, and that was going to be, like, my comparison. Okay. So, all right. Oh, that's very smooth. And I feel like a lot of cider can be, like, kind of grainy, if that makes sense. Yeah. And this has nothing, like, this has, like, none of that. So, now that we're talking uh, weird adjectives to describe cider, how thick is it comparatively <laughs> um like the viscosity of it what's it like compared to other ciders you've had? i think i would say this one's like pretty i mean i guess thin is the only way to de- to describe right. it <laughs> like watery we, i don't know <laughs> closer to apple juice or yeah closer to cider nope this is like closer to apple juice consistency but it definitely has like a, a cider taste which see, i that's i that's I think my biggest problem with Blake's. I like like a thick cider. Do you really see sometimes so I, I would say Yates has like see in their cider. Um mm-hmm. and I'm I not think sure. they nailed it. You know, I like it. I, I'm not gonna dog on it that much. I like it, but I, sometimes I'm my palate is pretty open to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. sometimes depending on my mood a certain texture of like a drink or food will just get to me and i cannot do it so like no i get I, it i totally get that you know and actually i just recently went to um a cider mill in rochester and they had very good cider as well and it was pretty cheap i mean their half gallon was i think like five dollars where'd you go uh, the paint creek trail I went there the other day. Their donuts, ridiculous. I've also got some Blake's donuts sitting right next to me. Cinnamon ones? Oh, you know what? Oh, man. These are... Nope, yep, these are... Sugar just fell off off of some of them. See, I'm not like a big plain donut fan. No, it's bad. (laughs) Like a cake donut is... Again, you have to... I feel like you have to be in the mood for it. And I'm never in the mood. You're for never it. in the mood for, yeah, a lot not of the one without like frosting or something on it, or at See, least a glaze. A frosting donut, I don't know. I I prefer a glaze. And okay. I sometimes wish that cider mills did have glazed donuts, um, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with cinnamon and sugar too. Um, I have had Blake's donuts before because I did buy a dozen when I went. And I had some that day. I had to try them. 
because they were fresh that day. Like, how could I not try them that day? Right. Um, and I have to say that they are pretty good. I don't remember what the Yates donuts taste like, so I can't really compare them. They're all um, But I, yeah, from what I remember, I mean, Yates was, Yates is pretty good. Yates is always super busy. I went there. Oh, God, I can't remember what day of the week it was, but we went there right before it got super busy. And man, like, <laughs> I, I shit you not, dude. <laughs> it was like two people in front of us. We got in, got our donut cider, started, like, we sat for a second, walked around for a second, saw what was open and what wasn't open. And then all of a sudden, there's a line all the way to my car at the back of the parking lot. Oh, my God. Like, we turned around and we were just like, whoa. That's kind of how it felt um, when we were at Blake's because we got there, we were there for a large portion of the day. Um, I went with a couple of friends and we we got there i'd say maybe at 11 and they open at nine and we went into the tasting room immediately we had to get our hands on some hard cider of course um, i was a little disappointed because they didn't have what's it called their saint cherry saint cherry okay whatever it is um and i was really looking forward to trying that but i ended up so i've never really i was i was really late to trying this blake's hard cider like i, I was really late to the game um a favorite of mine is the triple jam just because it kind of tastes like a (laughs) rosé i would drink it on the taco truck sometimes dude it was so good (laughs) (laughs) and then so i tried i had rainbow seeker okay and that was really good and then i also tried their fido and i really enjoyed that i was very disappointed they were it's like the dog yeah (laughs) I mean, I'm probably butchering the name pronunciation. Oh, like F-I-D-O. Yeah, no, F-I-D-O. No, okay, just I'm making sure I'm hearing you correctly <laughs> through my iPhone. Like, this is, these aren't the best speakers in the world. Oh, my so. God. Yeah, nope, that, you're correct, F-I-D-O. Okay. Um, it had a really sweet taste to it, but it wasn't too sweet, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. It wasn't too dry. Uh, but they were out of flannel mouth. Can you believe that? I don't even know what those words mean. Flannel mouth? <laughs> flannel mouth. <laughs> flannel mouth is like the original hard cider. Oh, okay. Then yes, I can believe that actually. But it wasn't even I... it was like early in the day. <laughs> People what what day did you go? We went on a Saturday. I, I was I was drinking. Oh yeah, dude, they ran out Friday night. I was I was drinking by eleven thirty on a Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah, dude, they ran out by Friday night. But don't they? You you'd think they'd like prepare, you know? Oh, I agree. But yeah, I, agree I, I don't know. Blake's Blake's is a really cool cider mill. Um, that was my first time going there. It's huge. It's kind of a hike to get there. It was about an hour. From where you're at. Yeah. Whoa, an hour. Well, I drove from I, I drove from Grand Blank, so it was about an hour. But um Okay. From I think only about thirty minutes from my Yeah, house. no, for me it's maybe like forty. Um, but it, it's regardless, that's still kind of a hike. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I was just like, Whoa, I didn't realize it would have been I thought you were saying an hour from your house. I didn't realize it was <laughs> didn't think it was going to be that much of a difference you know only being 20 minutes away from each other yeah um but I'm... oh go ahead all right I, I was just gonna say that was a it was a really cool cider mill just because they have so much to see 
and like all of their stores. I ended up buying some of their hot sauce. Hot sauce? Yeah, they sell Is it hot good? sauce. I haven't tried it yet. I might try it tonight, but I might also save it for another episode because I've got um, my friend Ryan joining me and he's like a huge hot sauce guy. So that's all for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, but I cannot wait to hear that episode. Yeah, but I got a. It's a. I know what it like. They're called El Chavo. And this one is huh? El Chavo. El Chavo? Yes. Okay. And it's infused with habanero and mango. So I got a regular. And then I got a sweet marrow sauce. Ooh. So I'm gonna they look Those pretty sauces. good. You know, you can kind of like What's look the at the consistency. They're both so yeah. the the sweet habanero one is um like a ready red orange almost. And mm-hmm. then the hot sauce is more on the darker red side. You can see seeds and like um I would say pieces of mango in them. Like in the bottle. That's a little spooky. <laughs> yeah, this is like, you know, now that you bring that up. <laughs> now that you bring huh? it up. I said now that you bring that up, yeah, I'm not thinking about that, but those seeds are what give that heat. Mm-hmm, but how many seeds can you see? Um, let me give it too a many? shake. Yeah. Maybe a little bit on the too many side. <laughs> I don't know. This this sweet habanero says it's only a two flames on their mild to hot scale. So. <laughs> Does it say how many Scovilles it is? That's what I'm looking for right now. It does not. Is that legal? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> like, I, I really... I've thought about that recently because now being 21, I kind of look at the alcohol content. (laughs) Kind of. Kind of. And other places I look at the content of things. I was looking at hot sauce once. I was like, where's, how can you tell how hot it really is? Like what makes something two flames out of seven flames compared to two flames out of five? Like what's the rating still? You make a very good point. And I, again, I can't find that on here anywhere. It is out of six flames. Um, Their hot sauce is at a four. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I won't know until I try it, but I, I would say it can handle a decent amount of, of oh, I bet heat. <laughs> but this, they do have a, they do have a hard cider named El Chavo, which is habanero and mango infused. Um. So this is, I didn't, I didn't try it. I was a little scared just because I didn't want to drink something that tasted like that. Yeah. But I guess next time I'll have to try it or I'll have to look for it in a store. I really want to go to their uh, tasting room or whatever it's called. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, we tried to get in there. So we were in there in the morning Mm -hmm. um, and we got some drinks and then we did a couple appetizers just so we could get the day started. Yeah, um, we walked around and got some more drinks and whatnot, and then we tried to go in for like a late lunch, early dinner situation. Yeah. It was about a three. It was about a three hour wait. So, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, we we ended up leaving and going to um, a place about ten minutes away called the office. Where and uh, it was in Romeo. It was in Romeo, Michigan, okay. and it was called the office. 
and I ordered a burger and I was not happy with it. <laughs> well, then why'd you say it was in Romeo, Michigan? <laughs> you made it known that it was not good. You know, sometimes you have to say the truth. I mean, this, was gonna... everyone disappointed with that? Um, I think I was probably the only disappointed person at that table. Oh, damn. Okay, so pretty positive reviews. What was wrong with the burger, though? It was just... So I ordered... I forgot what it was called, but I ordered a burger that... It was a bacon burger, essentially. Um, But it had Thousand Island dressing on it and Swiss cheese. There was no other toppings to it. Like, no lettuce, no lettuce, no lettuce, no tomato. Um, dude, they didn't even give me pickles. This sounds like a cursed burger. Like, I don't <laughs> like pickles, but there's, like, not even, what? There wasn't any pickles. I mean, the fries were, like, okay. I like my fries a little bit on the crispier side. Of course. Um, Most of them were a little soggy. So, I think, overall, it was just, like, a weird plate. That was just set in front of me, and I was just like, all right, I mean, I guess we'll try What made you decide to go with that burger, though? There had to have been something better. Because a burger sounded so good. A a burger was brought up so many times throughout the day that at at the time of eating something, I was like, all right, I'm set on a burger. We're going to try a burger. And I was just highly disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and one of my other friends, she actually, she ordered... um, Let's see. She got a, a chicken pot pie. Okay. And then she got two sides with it. She ended up getting onion rings and mac and cheese. So we're circling back to mac and cheese now. Perfect. Her mac and cheese actually looked really good. Um, and she looked like she, she she said she was happy with her food. So, you know, I, I regret getting what I got. But I guess if I'm ever over there again, I'll give it another shot. I, I can't I can't do a full like rating on a restaurant if i've only been there once really i can can you oh of course now maybe that's just because i've been working in food my like entire workable career and then i went to school for it and now i'm like serve safe certified like i think part of it's just like come with the like career i've decided to go with and that makes sense that does make sense. And I guess, no, I mean, I guess there are a couple places I could be like, all right, no, like we're not coming back here. But I think based upon the fact that everyone else was pretty pleased with their food, yeah. I think that's what what's getting me. But I will say their water tasted weird as well. So like maybe I won't go back. I don't know. And I, I don't find myself in that area often anyway. So I guess it doesn't yeah, really matter. Probably but, for the best. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> You know, and I don't come from <clears throat> culinary schooling experience, or or I I've never worked in a in a food. Never. Um, <clears throat> no, I've never worked in the food industry. Wow. Yeah, I've been yeah. purely customer service. <laughs> purely customer service since I started working, so it's uh, it's been an interesting one. But I do have a lot of cooking background. I mean, coming from a household like an ethnic household. Yeah. If you don't. And and not to sound um, sexist at this point, but because of my upbringing and because my grandma was always in the kitchen or my mom was always in the kitchen, like it's just a family thing yeah. at that point. And it's either they 
it's either you kind of go into the kitchen like and be like hey what are you doing can I help you or they're like hey you need to come learn how to do this <laughs> so um I've been cooking for a while so I I get it to some extent but you have a whole training behind it and you've been in the food industry so it's I'm sure it's different for you I can walk into a restaurant and I can even before I eat it's like meeting someone you know what I mean it makes <laughs> you like it seriously as you make first impressions are decided within the first eight seconds or 10 seconds there's some like psychological fact someone can look it up if they really care for the actual amount of seconds <laughs> But, like, you can, when you meet someone for the first time, it takes only a couple seconds to make a first impression. And I think the same thing goes with, like, you can walk into anywhere, whether it be, like, a restaurant or a store, and it gives you, like, a vibe, of you know? Yeah, no, and, like, and, and that, I think that that's, um, that holds some truth to it, but I think, so, and that was the thing. We We went in there, and Every, the hostess was very nice. Um, all of the staff was nice. You know, there, there was like a, they said it was a 30 minute wait. We ended up getting it in five minutes. So, you know, wow. yeah, it was just, uh, there was nothing to give us bad energy from the place. So, so yeah, this is, you just got like a weird meal for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> and I did look it up while you were talking. It's a seven second time frame. So you have when you're meeting someone for the first time it, it's uh it's seven seconds once they have their first impression of you <laughs> sweet see that's like uh, that was pretty close with eight seconds yeah. on my first no 100 percent. like maybe that's too low <laughs> but i mean now that we've been on the topic of you being in the food industry you work at detroit cooking i <clears> do <throat> it's been my favorite job i've ever had how is that how long have you been how long have you been there so my full time frame there is a little weird. If you ask my bosses, they'll say I've been with them since March. I feel as if I've only been with them since May. Um, I got hired in five days before the state shut down because of the coronavirus. Okay. So I got, I worked five days. And then I like technically got laid off slash fired because I wasn't in there long enough. Like I didn't even have my bank information in yet. Like, <laughs> like all right, this like, guy's way got, too new. I, <laughs> like, yeah, I like came back to work in like May or like end of uh, April, whatever it was. And my boss is like, I've had this check here for you for months, <laughs> weeks, whatever. And he's like, why didn't you come get it? I'm like, why didn't you tell me I had a check? <laughs> like, so, and I, um, so I worked there for like five days and then got laid off because of the pandemic and then came back to work at like the end of April, beginning of May. Okay. You know, like I came back. So I feel as if like, my bosses will tell you I've been with them since March and like technically. Yeah. But I've really been working with them actively since the beginning of May. Okay. So, I mean, that's a decent amount of time. Um, and I know you can't give out any recipes or anything, but do you, so I'm, you guys make everything in house. We make um, <clears throat> majority of the stuff in house. Okay. Some of our mix-ins we do get um, sourced out. Um, like for one of our cookies, the super 
the Superwoman cheesecake. We use uh, Superman cheesecake sourced out from uh, Petite's, Petite's Cakes over in Oak Park. Um, and that's just another little little place kind of like us. He makes cheesecakes and cakes and such and such. And we collaborated with him on a cookie. And it was supposed to be one of our monthly flavors, but it stayed so popular that we've kept it around. It was supposed to be a monthly flavor in July, and we're going into November, and I have to make more next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds good. I've, I've never been there, and I've told you this before, um, and I've just, I haven't had my way, haven't had my way, I haven't been able to make my way down there yet to go and try some cookies. I love, I love fresh baked cookies. I love, you know, I'm a big fan of your typical chocolate chip, if the chocolate chip is done correctly. <clears throat> um, but I also love, like, mixed in things. Some of these cookies are crazy. Um, we're bringing back next month uh, the honey butter biscuit cookie. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. We bake a bunch of biscuits, and we pour about a pour about a pound of honey into the uh, dough, mix it all up, and boom, it's delicious. I, It sounds weird, but it's so good. When I tell you my mouth just watered, I, I mean it because <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about biscuits, and like the only thing I really love putting on a biscuit is honey. Honey and butter, and I'm set. It's the best toppings for a biscuit. I know jam is or jelly is for a lot of people but straight honey and butter oh yeah absolutely what's your favorite i mean so are you it does every employee there get a chance to make cookies or is there set like so um we have it's four of us who make all the cookie dough and then uh out of the four of us two of them do the bakes in the morning okay they bake all the cookies for our bakery, and then they come over and help me and my other coworker Gary make the rest of the cookie dough. All right. Um, we have a staff <clears throat> over at the bakery, obviously to run the storefront. We have like three managers, and then a couple people training to be managers, and a couple, uh, just like crew members, I guess you know, team members would be the better way to say that. Um, only it's a really physical job is the problem, not problem, but like situation we're lifting like a couple hundred pounds of flour everywhere. Dough gets lifted up. We're making 400 pound batches of dough. It's just very, uh, physical and it, we work with a lot of high schoolers. Okay. <laughs> so, um, a lot of our staff comes from, like, Birmingham, Royal Oak area. Right, because you guys are located in Ferndale, so that, that yeah. would make sense. <clears throat> so we get, um, and so, like, anyone has the opportunity to make dough and, like, bake and everything. It's just a matter if they can, like, physically do it, you know? Nothing's, like, stopping them, <laughs> like. It's just, it's a very like hard job to do when we move, we have to transfer racks from our commissary about a mile down the road from the bakery. And those racks have about 
15 to 20 sheets of cookie dough pre-cut on there. Okay. Each sheet has about 100 cookies weighing in at two ounces. I can't do math like that anymore. <laughs> you, you know, so one ra- one sheet has roughly like 200 ounces of cookie dough. And there's 15 to 20 racks or sheets on a rack. Wow. And we're moving six to eight racks once a week. And that's just like one of the things we happen to do. It's like, it's very hard. We, if you lose grip of it, like it could crush you. I feel like people underestimate food industry jobs. Um, especially if I you're agree. just primarily a consumer. Oh, I agree 100%. If you're primarily a consumer, I, I have to agree. Not to sound like an ass, but like working at Chipotle too, like I've heard comments from people in line and I'm like, you really do not see what's going on back here. Well, that's the thing. And in any restaurant, really, unless you have like most Coney's do have that open um, yeah. style kitchen front <clears throat> you're not gonna see what's happening back there i mean anyone that's even watched a movie about a kitchen most of those are i would say accurate to a point um it, it's chaotic back there <laughs> and to oh, i have to agree after working at um an infamous kitchen slash bar in ferndale that shall not uh, be named <laughs> uh, yeah, i'm not gonna name up that one but um no working back there was pretty crazy i'm especially not gonna name drop it right now like my line cooks would be drunk and fighting some nights oh wow other nights other nights they'd be so high they'd just be singing and rapping with each other and we'd be having a party like it (laughs) but you get those prior to the pandemic i'm talking all of this let me make that very clear right yeah no jake and and jacob hasn't worked at at that um that specific place since this pandemic has really started so yeah (laughs) so um they we would just like those saturday nights man you would just get we'd have two hour waits and people asking for tables, we'd be losing tickets, people be yelling. It's it really is a chaotic scene back there, especially in a smaller kitchen. And I'd say, like you said in movies, to a point they're accurate and sometimes they're spot on. Exactly. Yeah. Like even more so, I think some of them really like prove a point better than anything could. And I wish more people would be I guess <laughs> I guess this goes to, to everything from a consumer standpoint. I think from working in customer service, I don't want to say like I, I understand everyone's position when they're working. And I'm not going to say that right. I don't get frustrated because sometimes I do. Oh, be- because we all have those days where we're just like, dude, like I just want to get in and out of this place and call it a day. Um, but we never, like going back to food industry, you get again. You get so many comments from people. Why is this taking so long? This was cooked incorrectly. Um, my steak is not the way I wanted it. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're in there at an at eight o'clock on a Saturday. You know, peak hours for a lot of restaurants, especially if they're oh, yeah. bigger names. And 
you're not thinking about those things. So it's just, it's really, it's really odd to me. Um, and that's like, you chose to get, come here at this time, wait two hours to have a table and you're still shocked <laughs> <laughs> that like something went wrong and you still see every like one is going crazy, you know? Yeah. I mean, mistakes happen too. You know, we're, oh, we're humans. So like, it's ridiculous to that point as well that like, we all are just human. Like, people make mistakes. Please don't yell at us. <laughs> I mean, I guess since we're talking about restaurants, have you, I mean, I'm not sure if you've been to any places before the pandemic hit that really just have stuck in your head? In a good or bad way? Um, Either one. If you have good reviews for something or bad. Um... <laughs> You just got really bad service somewhere. I'm not sure. So, I think the so I'm my my favorite meal. My favorite food is mac and cheese, but my favorite meal of the day is breakfast. Okay, like breakfast food, I could eat all day long. I respect that. I'm big on like brunch places, even though I usually can't go eat there in time because of work and just sleep. You know, mm-hmm. um, some of my favorite are uh, the fly trap in Ferndale. I wish their menu was just a little bigger sometimes, but their green eggs and ham, it's um, scrambled eggs and it has this poblano pesto uh, mixed in with it when it's cooked. So they come out this like like dr seuss green color oh my god you know and even as a kid i would be like mom can you put some green food dye in that like (laughs) it was always fun to see it at school when they would do it uh for like his dr seuss's birthday or whatever my school would like dye a bunch of eggs green and like scramble them and feed them to us like it was fun But, it's still fun at 21 years old, you know, just a little classier now. Oh, yeah. I, and you said it was poblano pesto? Poblano pesto. That, so it's got a kick with it. Ooh. And it's got, uh, like, pepper jack <clears throat> cheese mixed in, too. So it's, like, cheesy scrambled eggs. I'm all about cheesy scrambled eggs. I'm all about them. And the uh, potatoes they serve with it? Oh, Janelle. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what spices are on it, but they're magnificent. I... I could order just potatoes from there. What type of cut of potato is it? Home style. Ooh, nice. Those are always good. The best style of hash brown slash potato. I'm all for like a classic shredded hash brown. Oh, of course. But I'm so picky about them. I am so like. Crispy. Well done. Yes. I want them damn near burnt. Yes, exactly. Otherwise, <laughs> it's not good. And then, like, they'll come out soggy if they're not overcooked. Like, it's like, just gross. That's, and I'm like, I just wasted, not wasted, but like, I kind of wasted my money on it. Right. Like, I'm still going to eat it because it's potatoes, but I, you know. right. I'm not going to be happy about this potato plate. Um, where else is really good? Um, Bobcat Bonnie's also in Ferndale. They have a large menu, um, extensive for brunch, lunch, dinner. They for on their lunch menu, they have a vegan chicken avocado meal. Oh, nice! With a vegan chicken breast. That on sounds it. really good. I um, 
you know, and, and both of these places, I've heard of them. I've never been. And I've been wanting to go to a brunch place that does like a bottomless mimosa. And I, I, I think Bobcat Bonnie's does that. Bobcat Bonnie's might. I think Toast might. Too. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's One-Eyed Betty's that I'm thinking of. Ooh, I haven't. I've had One-Eyed Betty's uh, like lunch and dinner a couple times. And I've heard great things about their brunch, but I've never been able to go. Mm. Yeah, I, and a lot of I feel like Ferndale is just a really good place to go eat. If you're looking for something to eat, Fantastic. Ferndale probably has it. Um, Ferndale, Michigan has just about anything you want. And I have only been to the one restaurant that shall not be named. And um, Cos- is it Cosmos? Co- Comos. Comos. Comos, yeah. Co- <laughs> overpriced pizza but it's good it's good it's good don't get me wrong it's good pizza but i just feel i feel like i'm getting robbed at gunpoint when i pay <laughs> 17 dollars for a cheese pizza and if that's split it tips and a drink you know yeah we we like, typically I'm split getting it, robbed so. at gunpoint <laughs> i've only been there a couple times and i think i'm not sure if you were with me or not i know joni was with me a couple both times that we've gone I was with you one of the times. Okay. Yeah, that was for sure once. It's good. I will say it is a little bit expensive, but I think we ended up splitting everything, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And when I worked at the restaurant that shall not be named, uh, we would, there was one guy that we would just like pay him a couple, we would give him like five bucks and he'd make us a personal pizza. And I just wanted cheese, so that's why mine was five bucks. Nice. But, like, you know, if people wanted, like, a pepperoni pizza, five bucks, six bucks, personal Como's pizza. And that's what, that was the cool thing. That's the great thing about working in food, specifically with, like, smaller restaurants that are still bigger, if that makes sense. Like, even working for Detroit Cookie Company, I can name drop it, and, like, people will, um like no like they just know the name and they i i want to say like act different but you know when you like work in food like you know when you like work in customer service and you're like oh don't worry like i also work in customer service and they're like no oh okay no like you get yeah well you got and and i guess i would say that that goes for when i like talk about the store that i used to work at that everyone knows um mm-hmm. and they're just like oh okay you get it you get it so it's uh there's like a certain camaraderie with it i think that's the word i was looking yeah for. I, i'd say that's there's a, good a certain word. camaraderie with working in the food industry like especially in like smaller s- smaller areas i'm not saying ferndale's small by any means but like it's smaller restaurants that although we're big you were all right next to each other. Well, I would say the downtown area is pretty small. I mean, it's considerably small. Downtown downtown Ferndale is pretty small. I'll give you that, yeah. Like, downtown Ferndale, you got all the restaurants, like, right next to each other. If someone's out having a smoke break, like, and needs a cigarette from two restaurants down, and they see you smoking, they're like, hey, do you mind? Like, yeah, like, we'll, we got you real quick. <laughs> You know, working at Danny's, the bartenders would give uh, the guy shots sometimes. 
Uh, yeah, that helped with them getting drunk, but. <laughs> Man. Yeah, no, I, I've never worked in, in food industry, but it's. Uh... It, it's fun. I think it's fun. I don't know. It, it helps that I kind of like the chaos of it all. And that's why I like roll with it. I like food itself. And then the chaos doesn't bother me. Like some people can't handle it. Like working with, I've worked with people that just like can't handle the fast pace, fast paceness of food. And that's like, cool. That's just not for them. Yeah. I was going to say, you have to be ready for the chaos of that. For that. And I just like, I live for it. I don't know. I come into work some days. I'm like, oh, it's going to be like. I know it's going to be weird. <laughs> you know, and there's just days, I think every, every industry, every job industry has that, especially, I mean, I'm, I'm still in customer service. I work at a call center. So I know my Mondays and Fridays are just insane. Um, we're going to be constantly busy, but that that's just what comes with it. I mean, it, there's a weekend right after and right before. So, you know, yeah. Oh, and that's like, we're working on opening up a new location soon. Oh, really? Yeah, we're uh, we're looking out towards the U of M area right now. Awesome. Okay. Um, Ann Arbor, but more specifically, like closer to U of M, we're looking at places. So kind uh, of like a like an insomnia cookie situation, because they're yeah. they're like uh, college town based. I know they're Grand Rapids, yeah, Lansing. Are they in Grand Rapids? They are. I went there um, in September and I had insomnia for the first time, actually. And it was amazing. I had it in Lansing. That was my first time having it. So that's why I was like, I knew Lansing. I didn't know if I had it in Ann Arbor because I've never been to Ann Arbor. They do have have it in in Ann Arbor. I've been to uh, U of M, like their campus, once. It was on Halloween, actually. Um, but yeah, we, we got it pretty late in the night. It's It's a cool concept to have a cookie place open so late. And I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to be open from like, hypothetically speaking, if we land where we want to land. Ferndale location, we're open 10 to 8 and then 10 to 5 on Sunday. Okay. And then Ann Arbor, I'm pretty sure we're going to be open, like, hypothetically speaking, from noon to midnight every day. Oh, awesome. Um, we would also, me and my coworker Gary would run cookies from Ferndale to Ann Arbor once a week. That's a hike. <laughs> it's, it's a hike, but it's not as bad of a hike as I thought it was going to be. It's only going to be like 45 minutes. Okay. That's not too bad. No. And it's basically like I got to go up Woodward, get on 696, and then go to Ann Arbor, however else I get there. I don't know. (laughs) Probably 75. Did I ask you earlier, what's your favorite cookie to make there? (sighs) And I guess what's your favorite cookie to eat (laughs) while you're there, too? So, gosh, that's such a, like, heavy question. I know that, like, shouldn't be. Because, <laughs> um, so we have over 25 different flavors. Okay. Of cookies available almost every day. 
So, like, narrowing it down, I I think the cookie that, like, really got me... So, I used to be a customer, like, a loyal customer before I was an employee. And I think the cookie that, like, really got me, like, hooked there uh, is called the Bee Special. Ooh. And it's cinnamon roll and Oreo. Ooh. And... Uh, my coworker Brandon actually came up with the cookie idea, so they named it after him. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so Brandon is B behind the B special and the cookie dough and the cookie and the ice too for this flavor is just ridiculous. It's ice so cream. Good. We make our own ice cream too. Wow. Okay. I I think I need to take a trip there. I really think you need to take a trip down there. Like, do, it's do you work so tomorrow? Good. I might stop in tomorrow. I don't work in the uh, bakery tomorrow, no. I Dang. only work in the bakery on Saturdays. Okay. Maybe I'll stop by. Are you guys open on Halloween? Yes, we are, and I will be in a costume. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what's your costume this year? Uh, I last minute bought uh, a you know Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh my God! Did you buy a T-shirt like I the the striped? A, I bought one of the like polos that he wears, like the rugby's. Oh my God! <laughs> That's I was I was like looking. I was like I don't know what to fucking do, and then I saw like something. I was like fuck it, and bought it real quick. <laughs> You know, that's always, I mean, it's a good choice, though, because it's recognizable. It's recognizable and it's safe for work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I was like, my biggest things where I was like, I just hope it's like, I got to think of something good, good enough that it's recognizable and safe for work that it's recognizable still. Yeah. Blue's Clues. Someone better get it. (laughs) If not, I wasted $20. No, you can still. What? What is it? The blue or the green polo? The green. Oh, I was gonna say you could still wear it out, but maybe <laughs> no. not. <laughs> no, I went. I went in there. That's that's why I'm like, if someone, if no one recognizes it, it's for nothing. Uh, what are, what are my favorite cookies to make there? So some co- we have this machine at the bakery that um we. So we have three mixers, like three big mixers. Mm-hmm. And we run all three of them with the same cookie dough. And we take the co- all three batches of cookie dough, put it in this machine, and it cuts it out to the exact size, like to the hundredth of an ounce if I really wanted it to. Wow. So those days are days where we put stuff in, like the Bee Special, Chocolate Chip, um, Captain Barrio. Is that like Captain Crunch? Captain Crunch berries and Oreos. Oh my god! <laughs> it's so good. All of these cookies sound so good, and like you know, okay, I I know I said I was a fan of mixins earlier, not not to cut you off, but I will never be pleased with an M M&M and M cookie. Okay, but what if? What if the M&M cookie, we have two of them with M&Ms in them that I think hypothetically could change your mind. Really? Maybe. Because I'm also not a big fan of M&Ms in my cookies. Like, I get it. I totally do. 
but we have two that changed my mind. Just enough that I, like, get them regularly. So, they're called... They're from my bakery. Uh, they're the uh, Eight Mile Mix, and it has Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, M&M's, and pretzels. Hmm. And then we have one. It's called the Tea Special. It's uh, it's F. My boss Tony made this one. It's M and M's, chocolate chips, and moose chocolate moose cake. Okay. See, chocolate moose cake sounds really good. I just my thing with M and M's, and maybe it's because I've just had bad experience with M and M cookies. I mean, typically I only get them from like Meyer or Kroger or some bull like bullshit store not even real m&ms yeah they're like the the shell of m&ms is too hard and it's just it's never a good time so you would like the tea special more than the eight mile mix if that's your like beef with it because (laughs) i agree like that's the main problem but when i want like a crunchier cookie i get the eight mile mix because our cookies are so soft they always like, even when they're not, like, fresh out of the oven, they taste like they're fresh out of the oven. Like, the consistency, everything. That's awesome. That we sounds really it. good. Some of the cookies, though, we can't put through this machine, and we have to scoop by hand. Um, Like, today, we made oatmeal raisin and raspberry Oreo cheesecake. Wow. Yeah, raspberry Oreo. I'm, I love raspberry with chocolate. Or like strawberry with chocolate. So that just I know you do. Really you make good. those chocolate covered strawberries, dude. I wish yeah. I like strawberries so I could like eat chocolate covered strawberries. You're not a fan of strawberries. I'm not a fan of most berries, honestly. Really? It's a it's a stupid texture thing with the seeds. It's my biggest downfall in life, honest to God. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know why I never knew that about you. That's really interesting to know. I. It's such a weird fact about myself that I don't like sharing because I love the taste of it. Right. You could throw, you could make me a berry smoothie and I'll love it. I'll eat it up, drink it up, I suppose. But like, if you were to hand me a plate of, or a bowl of blueberries, okay, let me rephrase this a bowl of raspberries, I would not touch them. <laughs> Like, I just would look at them and look back at you and be like, thanks. <laughs> and then just leave them alone. <laughs> like, just, like, blueberries? Like, I I really want to like blueberries. Okay. Blueberries, I, blueberries on their own are very, I think, are a very weird thing to, to eat. Because you can either get, I feel like there's no in between with these. They're either really, like, bitter or they're, like, this weird, mushy texture yes. I, they taste like blueberries but they have the worst texture or they're really sour or bitter i <laughs> do you like grapes oh i love grapes okay but here's okay thing. grapes are nine times out of ten consistently fun yes and i'm like a big green grape fan i love all grapes i will not discriminate 
but they have to be seedless. I will not do a grape that has oh, seeds Oh, well, in of it. course. Like, I'm not a fool. <laughs> and what's funny was, like, when I was younger, my grandma would always buy, gra- like, those dark purple, those huge dark purple grapes. They're so good, though, is the only problem. And I'd get, I'd get, I'd get so excited, and I'd, like, throw one in my mouth, and I'd bite into it, and I'd just bite into these seeds, and I would, Ugh. the taste of the seeds is so dry and bitter and i was just like oh my god i do <laughs> so love just... green grapes now that you say that you got me thinking green grapes are probably my favorite ones all right there we go green grape you gang. should have if you would have known me when i was in like elementary school though janelle i was eating grapes all the goddamn time <laughs> just walking around with like a bag of grapes. like literally like every day it was a bag of grapes or like two clementines like oh clementines slap yeah like, clementines are good clementines halos the small oranges are better than the big ones the I'm cuties sorry. the halos and the cuties mm-hmm. yeah yeah well and like i feel like with the with the big orange like a normal sized orange yeah you just there's too much going on there's you've got so much to do with it <laughs> oh my god so complicated <laughs> um like my the name for this one might be What's Up with Oranges? <laughs> What's up with oranges? So it's how like about a Seinfeld. <laughs> Sounds like Seinfeld. Oh, so what's oh, you up know what? with oranges? I oh, hate man. my I've... wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> like those are the two. <laughs> I've got Tam coming on. Um, I think I'm recording with her soon, actually. So maybe we'll bring up Seinfeld with her and <laughs> just shoot the shit about it. Dude, I gotta. This isn't. This has nothing to do with anything we've talked about besides like <laughs> right now. I hate Seinfeld. <laughs> like Tam- you know, no. This this is this is what this podcast is for. Is to talk about your favorite things and the things you don't like. like I fucking we talked hate about Seinfeld. food. <laughs> As a person, the show. All of it, man. And I just I have the weirdest sense of humor. I laugh at everything. We all know this. Yeah. Everyone in the friend group knows this. Right. And Seinfeld, like I was never into it. I think because like not I just thought it was like a weird old TV. Like you know, when you're growing up. Why? <laughs> but the thing is, like when you're sitting there and you have nothing else to do, right. that shit's hilarious. But here's my thing. I would, I would rather put on like Friends. I'd rather put on Big Bang Theory than Seinfeld. Okay, that's like, and people hate the Big Bang Theory, understandably so. I'm not gonna argue that fact, but like, I oh man, Seinfeld voice fucking irks the ever living hell out of me. I hear it, and I'm just like, I wish I could punch you. Oh man, you know whose voice does that for me? Uh, I hope it's not someone that's going to make me sad. Let's hear it. <laughs> it's fucking... Um... Oh, man, I'm blinking on the name. This is how much I dislike this person. I just can't do it. Oh, my God, who is it? I don't remember. But also... And this is a very hot take. This is a very hot take right. that I'm probably going to get a lot of crap for. Will Farrell. A noise... He annoys the living hell out of me. 13-year-old me loved Anchorman, loved Talladega Nights. You know, like, I I 
I see why he irks you, though. I see why you don't like him. It and makes perfect the th- sense. <laughs> the not- thing is, and I understand, like, it's he's in so many movies, it's hard to avoid him. So I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, I'm not going to watch anything that has Will Ferrell in it. But it's the fact that, like, like Elf, oh, I loved that movie when I was growing up. But now I've seen it so much. Mm-hmm. It's There's movies that you can watch all the time. Oh, yeah. And not get sick of them. But there's movies that you'll watch all the time, and then there's you hit a point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. And Elf is one of those movies for me. There's, I'm trying to think. There was one that I real, there was one that I realized the other day that I like just couldn't watch anymore, and I was a little upset. But at the same time, I was like, uh, let's get this gone then. Like, let's just not watch this ever again. And which one was I it? I can't remember, and that's what's like. <laughs> And that's probably for the best, though. Maybe it'll be better one day. But probably not. You know who I really do like in movies, though? And this is going to be a hot take, people. My, I really like Adam Sandler movies. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> like, literally, like, I, if anyone wants to talk to me about this, don't. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like... I love Adam Sandler and I love his movies. Like I really don't think they're that bad. <laughs> like he has he has some good movies. Fifty First Dates. Like I it will, is a movie I will watch I will give, until the day I like, die. Grown Ups. Everything after Grown Ups was kind of bad. I'll, I okay, won't disagree yes. with that. But when everyone's like, "Oh, all of Adam Sandler's movies were bad," you're gonna tell me you're gonna sit there and tell me that Happy Gilmore is a bad movie. Right. Dude, this man's hands got eaten by alligators. <laughs> <laughs> Adam oh Sandler just played hockey with a golf ball. Like, it's so funny. I'm sorry. Like, it's, of course, it's not the height of comedy or the height of cinema, but no, come on. It's not a bad movie either. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, unfortunately, that's, that's what happens with comedy. Yeah, because because of what comedy is. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just like some of Adam Sandler's movies were like creatively funny movies. Most movies and like almost every like fictional story follows uh like a script, you know? Yeah, it's like underdog, and then underdog like underdog's parents die, (laughs) or like something traumatic happens. They find out they have this uh, ability or power or whatever. They use it, climax, de-escalation, movie over. You know, story over. Harry yeah. Potter and, like, um, Star Wars are the same goddamn movie, just set in two different settings. Oh, my God. I've never heard that take in my entire life. <laughs> I'm, like, it's one of the I can remember a handful of things from culinary school we had an english class and we talked about this and i was like you're goddamn right (laughs) and he was like man yeah no it's the plot like essentially harry potter luke skywalker follow their follow their from start to finish the first movie alone like let's just talk their first movie it's the same movie, just set in two different universes. Man, I really don't, I don't appreciate that you just put that in my head. So, same thing goes for comedies, <laughs> though. I'm just glad that, like, Adam Sandler movies really, like, 
we're kind of different. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I mean, if if we're talking about this, this goes for literally every movie. You've got your rom coms. Oh, you've got your no. That, you know, like it's there's a technical term for it, and it's it has something to do with like writing. So that's why I cannot tell you about it anymore. <laughs> You're like this. This is where I draw the line on this conversation. I'm like, and we're gonna move. Like, on. I would. I really wish I could tell you the name of it because it was so fascinating to me that like I never realized it before. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's um, and I cannot. Oh, God. Well, like it All does right. go for like every like sort of story. Every story is the same story. It's just when you put them. All comedies follow the same script. All rom-coms follow the same script. All mafia movies follow the same script. It's just how they're set up slightly different. And I just appreciated uh, Adam Sandler, you know, taking, like, golf and making it funny. You know, like, (laughs) he really, like, made, like, people who golf look like asses. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Like, that's a real <laughs> line you put into that movie, and it's iconic as fuck to this day still. Another good movie he did was Billy Madison. Do you know the plot of that one? Oh, yes. That one's just ridiculous that a grown man has to go back to elementary school to get money. Yeah. But the and like the crazy thing is, these movies grow so much. Okay, let's look up Billy Madison right now. What was its 1996? Is my guess. Uh, no, it came out in 1995. Damn. And let's see, it made 26.4 million dollars at the box office. 26.4 million, yes. At the box office? Now, now, how much was that? How much is that worth now? Well, let's find out. Because I was going to say, in comparison to now, that's I would say that's a pretty low number. Um, but you have to think about it. Like, in, in 1995. Right, that was too long ago. <laughs> right here on the side of Hall Road. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I, I can't find... Uh, oh, uh, an inflation rate calculator. Here we go. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> But yeah, like, I don't know, just these movies, and I forget that these movies came out so long ago. Oh, I can, my mom can tell you this story way better than I can, but when she was going to give birth to me, right, (laughs) she went to the hospital, and do you remember, (coughs) sorry, do you remember the uh, nurse, the male nurse at the nursing home in Happy Gilmore? Yes. The one with the mustache. Yes. My mom got to that, to the hospital, and the first nurse they saw looked identical to him. Oh, my God. And, like, acted like him. And my mom looked at my dad, and my dad was like, we got to And she was like, go. <laughs> but they go. didn't. Like, they, they, like, really, they were like, this is too weird. And that was, like, I don't know when Happy Gilmore came out, but, like, I was born probably... I know less than 10 years later. I want to say like five years later, but I know Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison didn't come out the same year. 
Like that'd just be ridiculous. All right, it's not letting me do this, but twenty six point four million in nineteen ninety five. I'm sure is worth a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just gonna guess here. I I have to guess it's at least in the billions. Like if like lower billions, if not like ten billions, tens of billions. Man, well. Well, thank you for joining me on I'll Bring the Snacks. <laughs> Dude, it was so much fun. I want to do another episode one day. Yes, we can do another episode. We can talk we'll about more things. Okay, we'll get more people on another episode too. Oh yeah, we can we can so bring more sick. people on and we can talk about more things. But I really appreciate you for taking the time to talk with me. And, oh, of course, um, and I appreciate you for thinking about me and bringing me on here. Absolutely, I'm so excited, and I'm I'm happy wanted to join me and that we had these good conversations and hopefully everyone else enjoys this too. <laughs> I hope they enjoy it.